guys from wherever they feel like it. It's Two Guys Watch a Movie! Who is your host? Two Guys! Hey everybody, welcome to Two Guys Watch a Movie, episode number six! Hey Tommy! Hey Jordan, how are you? I'm good man, how are you? Oh good, it's been a while. It has been a little while. It's been a while since we recorded an episode. Uh, yeah. May, I think, was the last one. We, it was April or May. Wow. Or whenever, <laughs> God, whenever our top five episode was. Um, yeah. It was a while ago. That was a while ago. We've seen each other. All my top fives have changed. Lives have changed, man. Uh, all, my, all my top fives have changed. All, oh, all your top fives. Have, wow. <laughs> lives have changed. I was going to say, you've well, lives have changed. You've gotten married since the yeah. last episode we did. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Bounce back in June. I'm definitely, uh, I'm, by the way, I'm Jordan Ehrlich. I'm Tommy Quartz. This is our podcast about movies and movie-related things. Um, <laughs> I, I have seen you, like, since we recorded that last episode, though, a bunch, whether it be virtual or, uh, we had a very, very socially distanced 4th of July. Yeah. That was fun. Once a person. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? July. Numbers back then were way low. They were quite low, yeah. Not so much now. No. no. We're, uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> we are recording this virtually. Uh, of course. Yeah, gotta. Uh, but we got a... Hey, we got a vaccine. Uh, yeah. You know, it's really impressive how unbelievably quick that yeah. has come out. Yeah. As of, uh, as of the recording today, it was yesterday that it was approved for uh, emergency use. So... Got that coming up. Uh, but yeah, a little, there appears to be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Well, Jordan, what's going on? What is going on? Well, let's find out in a segment called What's Going On? So, what's going on? This is the segment where we talk about what's going on in entertainment news. Uh, we usually talk about box office, but... Box office has been really depressing for uh, the last year. So let's, you know what? Let's divert for a second and talk about that. Do you think movie theaters are going to close? Uh, well, I, I think I would hope that somebody's going to bail them out somewhere. I mean, you gotta. Uh, I mean, I'm. It's a really interesting thing, but you know, they've been talking about oh, they're dying for years. You know, with home movie, you know, since the 70s and the invention of the VCR, <clears throat> they've been, you know, dying out. But I'm a big proponent of, you know, I don't, I've never complained about ticket prices at the movies, which is a strange thing because everybody does that. Uh, but I just, I love paying. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's, it's such an experience for me. And I, I don't know. I, I, for some reason it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, I still sneak in candy and, and stuff, of course, but like... Uh, yeah, no, I hear... I, I know what you're saying, though, because like... And something that I've been seeing from different notable people, and I completely agree with this, is that it's it's two different experiences. You know, you've got your home view, and you got streaming, which is what it is, and then you've got, like, the theatrical experience. Like, it's what you're talking about here. Like, it's the experience yeah. of now, going in and getting the popcorn and getting your drinks and, like... Watching 20 minutes of previews. Well, and an audience, a big, I mean, like, one of the big fun things for, you know, going and seeing these opening night, like, MCU movies, or, like, opening night Star Wars movies, is that the crowd is heavily invested from the from the yeah. get-go. And so it's like, you know, it's like going 
to a, a football game or to live theater and it's just this electric you know experience of people you know when you've been to a star wars opening night where as soon as it says lucasfilm people just yeah oh yeah that was <laughs> and roaring like that was force yeah. awakens for me there yeah. absolutely uh literally everybody cheering at the yeah. at the studio logo <laughs> but most of the time i would prefer to go to the movies alone I mean, like, an empty... I would prefer to be in a movie theater. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, especially now. So, like, I get... I mean, I get the appreciation of of staying at home and watching. And I have a huge TV that that is practically turned You do. We bought a... We got a new TV this year. We got I mean, it's not... I don't think it's as big as yours. You got a huge TV. Like... 65. 65. We got a 50. It's well, a we're not, I guess not that much more. We got a 55 uh, a few months back, and it has been oh, amazing. Nice. Smart TV. Uh, put all our apps on there. Yeah. We got a, We got the frame TV. Yeah. Oh, my you God. Yes. Yeah, so it like it just puts up a picture. Sometimes we'll put up like a wedding photo or something. Oh, my God. Uh, but it just stays on all the time. It's pretty cool. I mean, it looks a bit, because it's backlit. Uh, so it looks a bit like like a shadow box art. I love that. Fine, but it is funny. It really does look like, yeah. yeah. And there's frames for it, but goddamn, the frames get expensive. Oh, I'm sure. It, it's fun. You can trick yeah. people. I mean, whenever you are able to let people into your place again, like yeah. you can trick people and be like, oh, look at this giant picture frame we've got. Boom! It's a TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> now you're watching The Mandalorian. Um, oh fuck! Oh no way, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually really glad that you brought up the um, the theater uh, experience and talk about that and that kind of debate because actually the first what's going on item that I have on here is about Warner Brothers releasing all of their releases next year at the same yeah. time on HBO Max the same time they put it into yeah. theaters. Um, there's 17 movies total, but including but not limited to. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, In the Heights, Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, The the Suicide Squad, uh, Dune, and Matrix 4. Okay. Dune and Matrix 4, and Wonder Woman 1984, too, right? They're starting off with Wonder Woman 1984. If they wanted to do that as, like, a one-off, like, Wonder Woman 1984... Like, just start with that, just because it's the timing of everything. Like, I would understand why they want to put that movie... On HBO Max right now, but you no. got, you got a lot of people. The really selfish part of me, because I have an HBO Max account, is like really happy yeah. to be getting all these movies. Like, oh, oh yeah. this is cool. But it's crazy. Well, I mean, you know, with Mulan, at least they charged what thirty extra dollars. Thirty dollars, yeah. And they're as far I as I don't a, think that's crazy. I mean, I don't think that's. I mean, see something like that though, where you're like charging extra money to do it. But as far as I know, I don't think they're charging any extra for these movies. Yeah, no, which I think is a good call. But I, I mean, I wouldn't. I think fifteen extra would be pretty reasonable to have it a month early, and they could just say it comes out in a month, or if you want to watch it a month early, you can pay fifteen extra. I think would make a little more. But it's kind of what they're doing though, because they are. Um, they are gonna after a month. I think it is. They are releasing these on, on um, video on demand, regular video on yeah. demand. Um, Okay. Yeah, it's uh, I what they're doing here. I mean, you got a lot of people who are very unhappy about this, including like some of the filmmakers. Like Patty Jenkins came out and spoke out against this. Uh, Denise yeah. 
uh, Villeneuve, who did the Dune movie, spoke out against this. It seems like they didn't... Um, this was a very, like... They didn't communicate any of this with their filmmakers before announcing it. It's a big, ballsy move. Also, if there's a vaccine widely available by next summer, like... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... You might be ready to just put this in theaters. I might go to the theater just to see some of these. Well, and I, you recall that a couple weeks, months ago, I tried to rent out an AMC theater. Yeah. It looks like they're all sold out in Chicago forever, and they never got in touch with me. I tried three or four times. Oh. Um, and, like, I, you have to pick, like, a specific date and time, and I picked a bunch, and, like, they just kept sending me emails, like, these are sold out. Try again. Huh. I guess it's, a, like, yeah. six days later. I guess that's a good thing, then, that they are selling out, then, or that they're not. I mean, yeah. they're doing business. That's one way, yeah. like, that's a very, like, creative way movie theaters are uh, making a little more money on the side by having those theater rentals there. Like, yeah. I don't think it costs any more than, like, for the really big movies, I think, like, what, $300? Something like that? I don't know. I but don't know. if you, I mean... It's yeah. a lot of money, but, I mean, it's... Low enough that it's like you can see some a lot of people doing it, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, with a group, it could be pretty easy. Of course, that brings up a whole other. Yeah, I know. It's like, like well, if you have like whatever. twenty people in your household, I mean, then who? The, I mean, who the fuck has twenty okay, people in sure. their household? But Mormons. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, you got a lot of Mormons who are going to be watching uh, Tenet then, or yeah. I don't know. Hocus Pocus? I think Hocus Pocus. I remember seeing Hocus Pocus was like one of the movies uh, that we Oh yeah, we it was one of the top grossing movies this year, right? I think so, yeah. By the way, we um, we watched that. Uh, a couple months back we watched that. We had a virtual date night. And, oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, you, yeah. me, Gabby, and Aaron, we watched, uh, we watched Hocus Pocus. We did a Disney Plus watch party. That was kind of cute. <laughs> kind of fun. That movie holds up. That was real. I mean, yeah, it was really fun. Uh it is. The movie holds movie up, holds up Bette so Midler's well. A, a treasure. Bette Midler's great. Uh, Kathy and Jimmy also just like... Who's, Sarah Jessica Parker. They're too, all... Yeah. They're so good. <laughs> it's so much fun. The kid who plays Max, Omri Katz. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so emotional. Oh, it's great. What a it's an emotional Disney teenager in the early 90s. So that was really the only big thing I had there with what's going on today, but I also wanted to... <laughs> Use that opportunity to uh, to lead uh, into another segment that we do here called Disney News. <laughs> so you would think that, you know, Warner Brothers pulls this kind of move and that no studio would be able to match it. Uh, but Disney Investors Day was this week. Uh, as of recording today, it was just a couple of days ago. And there were a lot of announcements made that day. Um, they made a lot of content announcements. So they kicked things off. Like, the first hour of this thing was, like, direct-to-consumer, like, distribution strategy, which was kind of interesting, but also I was just waiting for the content shit to come out. They started it off, though, by announcing... They're doing, over the next few years, Disney Plus is going to be put out putting out 10 Marvel series... 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney and Pixar series, and 15 Disney and Pixar movies. Uh, and I think that means, like, yeah. they're grouping, like, Disney as well as Pixar. Uh, 
It's a lot of TV. It's a lot of a lot of stuff that they're putting out. They're putting a lot of uh, a lot of their eggs into the Disney Plus basket here, and they also started with the announcement. They're so Disney Animation's next movie, Raya and the Last Dragon, is going to Disney Plus premiere access the same day as theatrical release, which is in March this year. Uh, and so you're gonna have to pay the extra thirty dollars to watch it on there. And that was. Uh, that was their their one big one that they kicked off with there, um, and I don't know if you've seen have you seen the trailer for that? No, I haven't. That's Disney Animation. Yeah, that's like their like Disney like the animation Walt Disney Animation Studios like to like Lion King and like Frozen. And... Oh, is it actually is it painted though? No, it's all compu- It's computer oh. animated. Sure, they're sure. all their stuff is uh, nowadays, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they moved on to Lucasfilm did their presentation after that. Where they announced a metro. They, they, there are so many Star Wars TV series. It is insanity. My God. Um, they got two spinoffs of The Mandalorian uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Um, yeah, Ahsoka, I'm pretty pumped for. When I watched that episode, I was like, I just want an Ahsoka TV show. <laughs> and then and they did it. There you go. But I also would. Uh, so, do you know anything about Rangers of the New Republic? I don't know, do you? I read that it is not. Cara Dune. Oh, I didn't think it was Cara Dune, I guess. Is this, uh... No, I, I just thought... I, it seems like a logical spinoff, a Cara Dune show, you know. Uh, well, you got a lot of shit going on right now with uh, Gina Carano on Twitter, oh, talking about, uh, like... Yeah, she's an idiot. Anti-vaccines. <laughs> she's a real, real idiot. And Anti-mask. She's... Uh, I've heard a rumor that Disney told her, like, you need to apologize for yeah, this, or we're cutting you loose. That. And I hope that's true. I, I, and I hope she will apologize. Because I want to see her... Like, she's obviously... You know, it's MMA culture, I think, probably has a bit to do with it. Yeah. Because um, uh, it's very right-wing. Um, and it's also people getting punched in the head a lot. Oh, boy. Which I think might, you know, affect their politics. You remember... What's her name? Uh, Tila Tequila? Yes. She got hit in the head. And then she was, moved all right Was she a fighter? No, she just got she hit just in the head. Hit I'm just head. mentioning head like, trauma. Like head trauma there? And head Ooh. trauma and becoming a right-wing leader. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know. know what goes <laughs> on. I have no idea what's going on there. I would love to see, like, if they're not able to resolve it after, like, you know, the next... You know, the last episode of Mandalorian at the time of this recording Scared is next him. week for the season. Kill her off. If they do a thing... Have you seen the Simpsons episode where they create Poochie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when they do his episode, his, like, send-off episode, like, they dub it poorly, and it's like, I'm going off to my own planet. And they move just the animation (laughs) cell, like, out of the... Yeah, they move the animation (laughs) cell out of the frame. Like, I just want to see, like, a poorly edited, like, thing with Uh, Cara Dune's, like, I have to leave now, and then she just dies in, like, a poorly... done like vfx shot of an explosion what like, they need is you know what they need they need to use old uh old audio of carrie fisher's lines from uh record from last jedi and then put the voiceover <laughs> that onto her Cara Dune. oh man oh god um yeah who know who knows what's gonna happen there man uh i hope she takes the high road and apologizes and like i would I hope so too. She says, "Like you know, like I got a lot to think about. I got a lot to, you know, ex- do a lot of self-examination or something. Like, yeah, I don't know. Made me learn some science. So, science is real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Come out and say that. <laughs> Sorry about this. I there's hundreds of thousands. 
dead people. Oh, God. Just come to terms with reality, please. Um, they also talked about a uh, this, uh, another couple of shows called... One called Andor, which is uh, features Cassie and Andor. It's Diego Luna's character from Rogue oh, One. Cool, yeah. I, I thought his character was quite flat in Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, same. So I, I would really love to see some more development. I'd be interested in seeing that. I liked him. In Generally speaking, I liked yeah. him in the movie. I thought most of the characters in that movie, except for like... Uh, Jin or so, and um, also Cassie and Andor to a certain extent. Like I thought, most of them fell flat in that movie. Yeah, I would say even Jin or so fell a little flat for me. Uh, yeah, she didn't really. Like I said, I think the issue with a lot of these characters was no character arc in uh, in Rogue One. Yeah, there that was the writing for the character writing that was not what it could have been. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a fun story. Though. They talked about um, the Obi Wan show. Uh, and they also confirmed that Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Can we... Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. Can we talk about that? How it doesn't make sense? Are they going to lower his voice digitally and then just say that's Hayden Christensen? Well, I mean, I would say the obvious choice well, is what they did at the end of episode three when he, he... You know, Hayden Christensen did wear the costume at the end of episode three. That was him. Um, but okay. they dubbed him over with James Earl Jones. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, like, who cares? <laughs> I mean, we can put, like, although, rest in peace, David Prowse. Oh, God, yeah, David Prowse just passed away. Uh, And that's important to acknowledge, but, like, it also makes the point completely, you don't need to have Hayden Christensen in the suit if it's going to be a different voice. Yeah, I mean, like, if he's going to take the mask off, it's one thing, but, like, when's he going to be able to take the mask off? Is he going to take the mask Well, remember in Empire, uh, he takes it off uh, for a minute. Right. Uh... And like when he's meditating, talking to the, or they he goes right, yeah, like he's got like right his, before he does. yeah, he's got something like, and they show the back of his head like all fucked up. Yeah, but like how many shots can you uh, put? I remember in Rogue One as well. There's a shot of him like in a tank. He's got like a breathing apparatus, and he's like encased in like water in oh, his right. like castle on Mustaf- Mustafar. Is that even the name of the planet? Uh, Mustafar. Mustafar. Yeah, I, I really wonder what they're going to do with Hayden Christensen. And then my thought was maybe, like, um, force, head com- force Skype conversations. Ooh. That... Between, okay. Uh, between Obi-Wan and Anakin. And this is apparently only t- taking place only ten years after uh, Revenge of the Sith. So the... Oh, that's yeah, so the, t- that's not a lot of, the timeline would match up. Not a lot up. explored in there. Not much, I guess, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to, uh, I mean, Obi-Wan, I'm looking forward to that show. Deborah Chow is going to be directing it, and she did a couple of great episodes of uh, Mandalorian last season. Which did she do? Uh, I have to remember the other one that she did, but I remember it was episode three where he takes back the child from the client. Oh, yeah, and all the Mandalorians come at the end. All the Mandalorians come in at the end, everybody's shooting him in the town. She did that episode. Okay, awesome. Um, and I'd have to well, look okay. up the other one that she did, but she did a couple. Well, so far I have faith in these Star Wars TV shows because, well, <laughs> Mandalorian's been Man- Mandalorian's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I've started watching Clone Wars uh, as a result of the Ahsoka episode. I got so interested that I was like, I guess I gotta go back. Honestly, uh... I've always kind of thought of them as, like, cheap animation and, like, kid kind of shows. And I have to say, I'm kind of wrong on both of them. I mean, certainly the dialogue is more kid-oriented, like, simpler. 
I think the first season though is a little more kitty too than the rest of them. Uh, but like, there's like uh, the the artwork for one is is actually it's like hand painted and then animated, and so you can see like in the background sometimes there's like brush strokes for the sky and it almost wow. looks like concept art. And then the the animation is pretty solid too, and like the fight choreography uh, of it all is like pretty legit and in tune with the prequels. And then, yeah, Ahsoka's character, though, is, is basically like what Anakin should have been in the prequels. Oh, okay. Uh, headstrong, cocky, but, like, you know, can back it up. Right. Um, uh, but still fucks up, you know, from time to time and, and struggles and, you know, balance and yada yada. Well, she's uh, human. But honestly, I've, I've been liking Clone Wars. Well, she's actually... Yeah, no, uh, she's... Too, yeah, no, she's... <laughs> not literally! <laughs> no, not to Gruta. Is that right? I forget what she is. Togruta, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, some alien species. My brother, yeah, you know, my Togruta. brother started watching uh, Clone Wars before uh, this season of The Mandalorian, so it got me thinking about mm-hmm. that. Like, should I be? Should I watch? I ended up not watching it before I watched this season, but it got me thinking. Like, maybe I should invest some time in watching this. It's pretty easy. I mean, it cranks through, and a lot of the episodes are like continuous. Like, you know, three-part episode kind of one. Right, story. right. Um, That's be fun. Yeah, I gotta check that one out. Um, the last show uh, announcement I've got here is the Lando, a Lando Calrissian show. It's just called Lando. Huh. Do we know it, who's on for that? No. They have not. They didn't announce casting it's... for it, but I would say they've got a hell of a... Now that they've got FX in the fold, like, Disney has a relationship with Donald Glover now, so... I'd say with Donald Glover and with... Uh, who's the original Lando? Uh, Billy D. Williams. And with Billy D. Williams, you could have, you know, time jumps. Yeah. You could have an old, you know, and a young. Uh, but he was—he's great as young. Uh, Donald Glover's great. I thought he was. Lando. Yeah, I thought he was really good in that movie. I maybe, like that maybe movie. One of the best parts. A little bit. I like the movie too. Yeah, Solo. <laughs> I'm completely unnecessary movie to make, but. Uh-huh. I liked and it. And the Darth Maul thing—I didn't like the Darth Maul thing at the end, although I kind of do. But <sighs> I didn't. <laughs> Like my my Star Wars nerd loves it, but my movie uh, my movie making nerd doesn't love it. <laughs> so at this point in the show, we ran into some technical difficulties with my microphone, which we then resolved and uh, we m- immediately picked right back up. So this right here has been a very smooth and incredibly necessary transition. Okay. Technical issues over, and uh, here we are. Yes, we ran into technical issues. That was fun. Moving on uh, to more news here, uh, because there was so much of it. Uh, they talked a little bit about the the Star Wars movie that Taika Waititi is directing and writing. Yeah, dude, uh, so it's a movie? It is a movie, yeah. It's going to be, I believe, you know the first... It? No, it's going to be, other than that, it's going to be like the first in a series... A new series, I guess. And it's going to be... It sounds like it's going to have a very different tone from the, uh, you know, the original nine... The Skywalker Saga, I guess, is what it's referred to as. Yeah, okay. Well, this is interesting. What I thought was uh, also interesting was they announced... I guess they're still doing spinoff movies. They announced they're doing a Rogue Squadron movie. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Coming out Christmas, uh, December 2023, being directed by Patty Jenkins. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. Um, I've been playing uh, on my PS4, Squadrons, mm. um, <clears throat> which is pretty fun. I am an idiot and not nearly smart enough to, to play it oh, no. <laughs> because it is hard. And, yeah. 
it, I mean, it's just straight up hard. Uh, and it's like, you got to constantly, it's really fun though. Like you have energy for your ship or whatever. And so like you have shields and you have lasers uh, and you have engines, right? And you have to balance the energy between those three. So like when you start attacking a Star Destroyer, you might put your front shields on full and your lasers on half and your engines low. So like you can balance all three. Like if you need to make a quick escape, you can turn off your lasers and shields and just go full engines and fly out of there. But like you're constantly switching between these oh and it's God. awesome, but really hard. It sounds like you have to actually know something about like being a pilot in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Like it sounds there's yeah, so many really, like legitimate like flight controls here like it I love yeah. that concept. It sounds extremely difficult, but I love that concept. It's really cool. It also, uh, you know, I would love, though, for them to make a... It's first-person only, so I would love for them to make a, a third-person Rogue Squadron video game style. Okay. Um, what else do I have? So National Geographic announced a bunch of things. Um, I guess I, nothing, nothing of note except for Will Smith is doing a documentary series with... Uh, Darren Aronofsky, where he just goes around and explores things around the Earth, I guess? Word, that sounds dope as hell. <laughs> guess what it's called? Um, I don't know. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> that's too much. That's I hilarious. swear to God, that's the name of the show. No, I, I believe you. Does he have to punch the camera in the face every time? <laughs> yeah, as he says the title of the show. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it looks really interesting. It looks like he like climbs in a volcano at one point and like gets really close to. That's crazy. Like they showed like a brief trailer for it. It looks really cool. Uh, moving on, uh, Pixar did a presentation. They announced a bunch of stuff. Uh, they got some TV series coming to Disney Plus. A lot of Disney Plus uh, focus here. Yeah, I bet. Um, <laughs> an interesting announcement I thought was they announced they're doing Pixar announced that they're doing their first original long form animated series, uh, and they're doing it for Disney Plus. It's called Win or Lose. It's about a middle school softball team. Uh, fall of 2023 is when it's coming out. Uh, okay. But that's something they've never done before. I'm interested to see yeah. that. A um, couple other things here. Uh, they announced a couple of movies. Uh, they've got I one. About one. Huh? I heard about one. Which one did you hear about? Buzz Lightyear. Oh, my God. I gotta tell you right now, even with all the Marvel shit, this is one of the things I'm most <clears throat> excited about with uh, all yeah, these announcements. It sounds pretty interesting. It, it sounds... So, it's like the... it's. In lore, or what is it like? So I guess what this is, so in the way they were, that um, they were explaining was that when they created the character Buzz Lightyear for the original Toy Story, they kind of envisioned him as being this toy that was sort of like an action figure of something from, like, say, a blockbuster movie, uh, okay. which is something they probably created about two years ago and weren't thinking okay. about in 1995 if I had to place a bet on it, but... It's still an interesting. So this story. is their blockbuster movie that he's based so on. So this is their blockbuster movie. Um, it's going to be a human Buzz Lightyear, I believe, as a young test pilot, uh, and he's going to be played by Chris Evans. All right. Like, I'm, I'm so excited about this, and that's coming out summer 2022. Okay, do. Uh, they talked about a couple other movies. They've got one called Luca that's coming in theaters next summer. It's set in Italy. Uh, not many plot details there. And there's another one called Turning Red. It's about a 13-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda when she gets emotional. Sure. or exci It says excited, sure. but I think they were talking about just general emotions. 
Sure. So she turns into a red panda. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, we all, I, I definitely, I, I mean, I turned into a... Uh, that was probably the worst part of eighth grade. Turning me. into a red panda? Yeah. yeah. The giant red panda. Yeah, giant red panda. I, same, yeah. I was in the... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure it'll be, you know, it's just an introduction to the movie. I'm hoping that more details come out about it when... It's yeah. going to be called Brave 2. I... What? Oh, the mother... I've actually never seen Brave. I got to be honest. I've well, never seen it. spoiler alert: she turns into. I know. A bear. Yeah, no, the mother turns into a bear. <laughs> it's the main. The main girl turns really? into a bear. Really? Uh-huh. Whoa! I got it. Yeah. Now I'm learning things. Uh, the, the movie's also been out for several years now, so I definitely should have seen it by now. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. That's what I've heard. I don't know. She's a Disney. I mean, it was enough yeah. of a success that Merida's a Disney princess now. So, good, yeah, good, so good for them. Um, that's pretty much all I got with Pixar here. They did a Disney focus on this. So, first of all, Hocus Pocus two is coming out next year. Oh, okay. Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll try. I mean, they've been whatever. talking about this for years. I think. <laughs> like, I, I hope it's good. Um. Yeah. And then they're doing a sequel to Enchanted on Disney Plus. It's called Disenchanted. I never did see it. It's Enchanted. good. Yeah. I mean, I've I, I know the premise of it. I've seen I think the first 20 minutes or so. It's or really good. I just rewatched it a couple of months ago. It still holds up. Well, it's good. Uh cuz Amy Adams is coming back uh to do it, so I okay. thought that was cool. Um most random announcement, they're doing a Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie. It is being directed by Akiva... Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's being directed by Akiva Schaefer of The Lonely Island. Okay. And it's as Chippendale, starring as Chippendale, John Mulaney. Okay. And Andy Samberg. All right. I'm pretty... I... It could be good. Could and be Seth good. Ro- yeah, and Seth Rogen is involved somehow. Okay. They said he's going to have a cameo, which th- th- they probably shouldn't spoil that if it's just a cameo yeah right like, it specifically said and a cameo from seth rogan like huh? Jeez, guys <laughs> way to spoil that yeah um that's all the disney news i've got there but they concluded of course in the presentation they they ended with marvel they saved all the marvel shit till the end yeah uh and there right, is let's hear it a lot of shit man um so, I guess the biggest news here would probably be, like, the confirmation of the Fantastic Four movie that they're yeah. doing. Um, it's being directed by John Watts, who did the last couple of Spider-Man movies. And that's all the information we have about that so far. Alright, uh, let's go ahead and predict, uh, I think everyone's been saying John Krasinski? Yes, as Mr. Fantastic, and Emily Blunt oh, as Invisible Woman. Sure, that would be good. They would, they're kind of old, so it would have to be like a... I mean, I don't mean old, I just no, mean compared yeah. to sort of like... No, I know what you mean. Like, old in the sense that, like, they're... They, you know, if they were superheroes to... Superheroes tend to be... Yeah, like, like it... Get their powers, at least, at, like... It, you have you know. their at, at Age 25, at the earliest, is when all superheroes get their, their powers. Spider-Man is a yeah. total fluke. Um... Well, you know, all the X-Men mutants get them at puberty. Oh, there you go. Yeah, birth. I would argue birth. 
Well, okay, but you know, you don't develop them. To, oh no, yeah, no, that's, that's what, true. At least yeah, that's no. what they say in one. You get movies. it under. Oh, okay, you get it under control at age thirteen, then. Like a yeah, well, not under control. That's when it starts getting out of control. Oh yeah, no, that's true. And then yeah. you got to go to special school, and you have a bald guy tell you how to control. Bald teach you how to do it. And sometimes he's bald. Sometimes he's James McAvoy. Sometimes, yeah, and he sometimes he has long hair. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> shows up to tell a joke. Uh, Every once in a while, sometimes. Huge jacked man is there. Oh, yeah. Sometimes he's not. I'm interested. They didn't announce any X Men stuff, um, which they're definitely going to like take their time introducing yeah. them into this. I think they've got all the time in the world. Probably want to distance themselves for a little bit, especially after uh, New Mutants, um, which boy that was bad. Which we watched a couple of weeks ago. I got nothing further to say on it. Otherwise, that other than that, it was it, so dull. God, it was so boring, so bad. It didn't. I don't know how you could make it. Better. Nothing happened for like an hour, and then something happened, and then it was over. But the thing that happened was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It. It was just not worth it. Um, I can see why yeah. Disney would want to like take their time in getting the X Men right here. I think they start introducing characters like before they all come together. There, like I could see like. The one that I keep hearing about is, like, introducing Storm in Black Panther 2. Because uh, she's black? No, but the, their characters have interacted <laughs> in the comics, though. Sure, never mind. Uh, no. <laughs> um, and speaking of Black Panther 2, one of the announcements was that they, conf- they confirmed that they will not be recasting the role of T'Challa. Yeah. Which I, I think figured I- they were going to... That was how they were going to do it anyway, but this is the first time I think that they, yeah. like, come out and said yeah. it. Yeah, but they have, I've heard say that I thought it was going to be Shuri-centric. Oh, then, boy. <laughs> God, what? Can everybody stop being fucking anti-vaccine or anti-mask or, like, whatever? God. Yeah, and hers was bad. She's, like... Smug about being anti-vaccine. I, it's very obnoxious. I think the point... Okay, I didn't look too deeply into this, so if you have any more insight into this, let me know. But the idea that I got from this is that, like, she's merely questioning the idea of if this vaccine is being developed so quickly, is it still, like, okay? And I think the answer, the short answer to this is yes, because yeah. they're not... Obviously, like, they've got the documentation submitted where the vaccine is perfectly safe. Like, they've done the work. Yeah, they've been doing clinical trials and... Yeah, and they had a, a very diverse uh, population sample for the right. And, th- and this is for the too. Pfizer one, so, right? Yeah, yeah, which is good. Yeah, and they, it's it works obviously. And I think it's okay to question that. Like, if it's being developed this quickly, like it, it's not a question about. I guess it's a question about this specific vaccine. But sure. she shared a video that yeah. not only disparaged that, but also like. Disparaged all vaccines, I think. This is the best yeah. of my knowledge. Like, Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm pretty frustrated by anti-vaccine and anti-science movements. It's, same. It's, it's, just, it's just bonkers. It's, and it's just like, it's simple science, too. You know, you can explain it to anybody and they get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it's not a, it's, I, 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 I'm so, I can't talk about it anymore. It's just like... Why can't, it's like, why can't you just, like, accept it? It's science. It's science. (laughs) And I don't know what specifically Letitia Wright is aiming to try to talk about here, but 
she's another one who needs to issue an apology real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just God. Um, anyway, they haven't actually announced any uh, any further details other than that. Ryan Coogler is currently hard at work writing the movie, so. Okay. Stay tuned for more on that. Uh, more Marvel stuff. They did a lot of focus. They started off with a lot of focus on um, Disney Plus. Because um, yeah. ah, uh, <laughs> WandaVision comes out next month. Uh, it could be good. It looks weird as hell. Did you see the new trailer for it? I saw the first trailer for it. I haven't seen the newest one. They released a second one. Okay. Uh, it looks... Uh, I'm really excited about cool. it. Yeah, it looks I almost so... don't want to watch it. It looks so batshit crazy and just yeah. so, so bonkers and like I, I think I, supposedly it's going to uh, tie into Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness, right? Which is then going to tie into the third Spider Man Spider-Man three baby. They which are which already sh- got Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. You got Jamie Foxx's Electro. Oh uh, God. They have confirmed Kirsten Dunst. Oh Come, my god. They have okay, con- they're doing it, man. Uh, I'll, I'll, Andrew Garfield. And I think they're working on a deal with Tobey Maguire. They've got him. What uh, else is he doing? <laughs> really? Yeah, when was the last time you saw anything from Tobey Maguire these days? Yeah, didn't he hurt his back doing Spider-Man, though? Yeah, I think so. And then, so I, like... I, I bet he's got a deal like, look, I'll do it, but I won't... Yeah, but, like, how serious was that? Because he kind of complained about that for a little bit, and then they were like, okay, we'll just get Jake Gyllenhaal. And then he was like, no, wait, I'm just just kidding. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay, guys. That was, I don't know. As long as they're being safe, I guess. I don't know the particulars. but Yeah. But they got, but look how, they're doing, definitely doing, like, a live-action uh, Spider-Verse. And they did confirm Benedict Cumberbatch is in Spider-Man 3. No, oh, well, fucking A, man. So. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, it could. It could also suck, and it could ruin everyone's day. It could... I feel like I mean so far like yeah they're but being like, pre- Toby like they are <laughs> if it's got if it's got Raimi's Spider Man stuff I'm gonna be so sad <laughs> uh, I don't know um, if it <sighs> yeah they, and now is now I remember it was is Sam Raimi directing multiverse yeah no? no he's uh, he he's directing yeah the Doctor Strange movie Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness yeah and they confirmed that um they also confirmed Rachel McAdams is coming back for that uh, they confirmed okay. Benedict Wong is coming back as Wong. Uh, and there was one more they confirmed, and I forget who it was, and I feel sad. Oh, they said um, the character uh, America Chavez is uh, going to be in that movie. Um, I forget who they cast, though. But they've got that one. And Sorry. You're letting the dog in? Is the dog going to be? Well, he was scratching at the toe. Oh. Who you got? Is that, is that Petey? It's Petey. Hey! Petey! Make some sniffing sounds on the microphone. Hey! We've got a special guest here, uh, Petey, uh, doing a special on Superdog. He's a, yep. Is he DC or Marvel? It's obviously Marvel. Okay, he's good. Yeah, he's a Marvel He's a Marvel dog. Yeah. So Cosmo versus uh, versus Superdog. Or Crypt, Crypto. Is it Crypto the Superdog? Is that what his name is? I don't know what you're talking There's about. There's, like, dogs in the in the Marvel. You got Cosmo of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's, like, the dog in an astronaut suit. Oh, okay. And then you got, like, he's, like, Crypto or Krypton sure. or something. Like, he's, like, Superman's dog. The dog that wears a cape and he flies. Sure. That's all I know about him. <laughs> it's, like, Super Pets or some shit. All right. 
So they also announced that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to have a March release date now. Uh, so that's coming up. And they also released a new trailer for that. Did okay. you see that trailer? And is that going to be that is a- Disney Plus slash... Oh no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah sorry, it's a TV that's show, a limited show. series. Right. Um, I think all of these are limited series. Okay. That you know, I just think uh, probably because it's it's just a little too military industrial complexy for me. Uh, I've never loved Captain America and the Falcon that much. Yeah. Um, so can't say I'm super excited for this one if it's if it's going to be all U.S. Army ish. I mean, I'll be interested to see the take on kind of like where it goes. Because they're also yeah, I agree. They're it also be, you know. introducing another character, I think, named U.S. Agent, who I think is like the guy that the U.S. government in the MCU. I think they're, from what I've heard, I think they're trying to set the U.S. government is trying to set this guy up as like the next Captain America ah. instead of Falcon being Captain America. So I'm like, I'm kind of curious about the direction they're going to take there with all of this and kind of the viewpoint they're going to take there. Uh, on that so I mean more details to come I guess Um, but I'm looking forward to that and they also announced a bunch of other TV shows that they're doing I don't know if I've heard all this did you see uh, they also talked about uh, the Hawkeye TV show no I haven't heard about that they just started that's yeah no they just started filming uh, and Haley Steinfeld is coming on board as uh Kate Bishop, who eventually becomes Hawkeye in the comics. Okay. Okay. So I think the idea is that, like, this is going to be Jeremy Renner's send-off from the MCU. Sure, sure. Uh, and another announcement that they made kind of ties into this, where they announced uh, Ant-Man 3. Okay. Uh, which is called Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I'm okay. not crazy about that title. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. You have to they agree. confirm... Huh? I have to agree. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a little bummed they're making an Ant- a third Ant-Man movie. I did, yeah, overall. I really could give a shit about Ant-Man. It's, oh, God. I mean, they're not bad movies, but, like, I felt like two was enough. I felt yeah. like... It felt like Scott Lang got his, like, closure, like, at the end of Avengers Endgame. Like, that yeah. was, like, the definitive end for that. But we are getting Paul Rudd. We're getting Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. We are also getting... I don't know if you've watched... Have you watched uh, Lovecraft Country? Uh, a few episodes, but I have not finished it. It's good. Uh, yeah. So the lead on that show, Jonathan Majors, was cast. He will okay. be in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Okay, cool. He will be playing Kang the Conqueror. Oh, I've heard of him. Yes. There were rumors that this was... They announced his casting in Ant-Man 3. They never confirmed who he was playing until just now. Cool. So cool. They have confirmed he's playing Kang. Um, and they also announced... Another bit of casting that I thought was really interesting. They recast Cassie Lang, Ant-Man's daughter. Uh, you know, she's all five years oh, older she's than five now. Years old. Okay, yeah, sure. But they, And she was played by a different actress in Avengers Endgame. Right. They have recast that role again. Okay, uh, she's famous. Yes. Uh, famous-ish, I guess. Uh-huh. Her name is Catherine Newton. You have probably seen her on Big Little Lies. You've probably seen her in Detective Pikachu. <clears throat> okay, I don't know. She was the she was the blonde one in uh, Detective Pikachu. Uh, she's really good though. She's I don't know if you watch Big Little Lies. She's terrific on that. Never did. And she just did this movie called Freaky with uh, Vince Vaughn, where she swaps bodies with the serial killer, which I have yet to watch. Um, 
But the fact that they're casting a bigger name for that role, though, kind of leads me to believe that between this and the casting of Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, it seems like they're leading into a Young Avengers franchise. Oh, interesting. For which both characters, which both characters are a part of. Uh, Kate Bishop becomes Hawkeye. And then in the comics, Cassie Lang becomes the hero Stature, who can change, she can change her size at will. Ah, any size, not just little or big. I guess so, any size. So she's pretty much like... So she could be like a foot shorter or like slightly taller. I guess so. (laughs) Like she could... It sounds like a far more evolved version of Ant-Man. Okay. But, and it it sounds like they're kind of leading into that. And also in reading further into this, apparently Wanda and Vision have do have children who are a part of Young Avengers. Okay. And there's also a version of Loki. uh, It's called Kid Loki, who is a part of... Young Avengers, and they're doing the. Lo- they also talked about the Loki TV series. Oh, I was interested to hear more about that. Did you watch? They released a trailer for that one too. Yep. Haven't seen it. What was it? Was it look? Like? It looks like so. He's going to be a part of. Have you ever heard of the uh, TVA? The Tennessee Valley Authority. That is. It could be what it is, but it's <laughs> not what it is. No, either. they they the TV. Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry, they build a bunch of dams in the south. No, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's called the Time Variance Agency. I think is what it stands for. Oh, okay. And I think sure. Oh, and he's a time. Cop. Uh, sorry, Time Variance Authority. Yes. Yeah, so I think he is going to be time cop. Uh, so what they do is they monitor the multiverse and diverging timelines, uh, and yeah. they destroy dangerous alternate okay, realities. So he's time cop. Uh, so it's about, um, so I guess, so if you, if you've seen Avengers Endgame, you know that in an alternate reality, Loki escapes from the Avengers after the events of that first movie using the space stone. This is that version of Loki. Um, my guess is that they catch him and they make him work for this agency. Uh, Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, but yeah, that's sort of what everyone thought it was going to be, right? Yeah, that was pretty. Mu- that was kind of like where they were going to go with this. I think they. Uh, yeah. That's that's that. I, I don't know how much of it was officially announced, but yeah, it. Um, it's pretty much exactly what we thought it was going to be. Owen Wilson is also cool. in this show. Wow. Uh, he's in the trailer. It looks fun. It looks like yeah, it's just going to be Loki working for this agency, like, and I believe it's taking on the uh, the genre of crime thriller. Okay, cool. So, so it looks... Ah, uh, uh, so sort of a time cop. <laughs> he would be a time cop, wouldn't he? Time and reality cop. This is, that yeah, would be the yeah. sequel to sure, that yeah. wonderful, reality wonderful cop. Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> oh my god. Um, two more things. They confirmed Christian Bale is playing the villain in Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, cool. Awesome. He's playing a character called Gore the God Butcher. Oh, Gore the God Butcher. I have no idea who that is. He, neither do I. I had to look him up. Sounds awesome, though. Sounds really, I mean, he literally kills gods. Um, Thor 11 Thunder is going to be dope as fuck. I'm so excited about that movie, man. I think I told you a long time ago, like, when Endgame came out, I was like, I I, I am ready for, uh, I could do one more Thor movie with Taika Waititi doing it, and lo and behold, we got this. Natalie Portman's coming back. That's going to be cool. Uh, Tessa Thompson's coming back. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Um, and the last bit of news I have is James Gunn is writing and directing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, my God. Yes. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yes. Um, 
Apparently, this is going to film uh, around the same time as Guardians Three. Okay, and will and will be released the holiday before the movie comes out. So I think okay, is it just going to be like a half hour YouTube thing or something? Uh, it's Plus? coming to Disney Plus, much like li- okay. pretty much everything here. God, I bet it's just like an hour long Disney Plus. Thing. Yeah, I could see that. It's not going to be any longer than it needs to be. Uh, but I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, and that's all um, I've got for uh, Disney news today. <laughs> Did you watch the Lego Holiday Special? I have not watched the Lego Holiday Special. Did you? It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's fine. That's yeah, yeah. it's good. I play the Lego yeah. video game for the fans. So like, I kind of get a sense of like the humor that, and I've seen the trailers for it for that and all. It, I kind of like. Yeah. The, I like the direction they take those like that property. Yeah, and they make fun of like well, and they make fun of the like the little Star Wars. Inside jokes, kind of, and it's very much for the fans. Yeah, I saw they do a. I uh, saw Mando and uh, Grogu pop up. Uh, yeah, one. yeah, that's right. Call him Grogu. We're calling him Grogu. I'm still gonna call him Baby. Uh, uh, yeah, Baby Grogu is what it's a comment. Oh, Baby Grogu. Like he's still it. a baby. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, uh, then uh, it was cute. Um, I think it is interesting. They they put like Ray and Finn and uh, Kylo, or maybe not Kylo, but Ray and Finn in there. Uh, it is interesting that they're continuing with those characters. I mean, of course they are. Like, with there's the Resistance cartoon and right. stuff. But, like, you know, John Boyega has said he's not doing it anymore, right? I don't know. Well, he's, I mean, the way that they treated that character is shameful. Just shat on that. God. Guy, I, mean. Um, I mean, the way they did pretty much everything in The Rise of Sky, I could spend an entire episode talking about how shitty a lot of yeah, Rise of Skywalker is. Um, <laughs> There's plenty of problems, but every they've already been discussed by other Yeah, <laughs> who are much more, who could be more much more eloquent about it than myself. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I haven't, um, I hear, it looks to be very self-reverential, the Lego special. It looks, it looks cute. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which, um, I guess we could lead us into, um, the holiday special that we watched this week. Uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Starring Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker and R2-D2 as R2-D2. R2-D2. They, you know, they credited Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. And I assume <laughs> Kenny Baker wasn't in the R2-D2 because he had the leg down. So I don't right. know. Oh. But, uh, but I really don't know. It, one way or the other. This was awful and boring and... Uh, not even like, I. It wasn't really good in a bad way. There were some yeah. so bad it's good moments. The, I think every yeah. The, that's the thing. So this was your first time watching this. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen a lot about it, of course. But right. I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. This was my it's, yeah. This was my first uh, time watching it all the way through in a long time. And it's tedious. I had yes, God, I'd forgotten how boring it is. Like. Certain elements of it are really fun to watch. Some members are good. But, like, the Wookiee stuff, like, yeah, this isn't even, like, good enough to, like, get drunk and make I fun of. Like The Boba Fett cartoon was alright. That was cool. That was fun. I, I, Little kiddish. At the end of it, like, I hated the very end of it, like, so Boba Fett's, like, plotting to, I don't, to kidnap all these characters. Yeah. And at the end of the episode, he's kind of, like, put on the appearance of being a bad guy. Or being a yeah. good guy. So he's like, yeah. presents himself as a good guy to our heroes. And then, at the end of it, 
C-3PO is just like, no, actually, he's a bad guy. Instead of just holding them hostage, he just basically yeah. does, like, the equivalent of whatever the Mandalorian equivalent of an evil laugh is. And she's like, I'll be back. And just yeah. leaves. Just <laughs> leaves. He just leaves. It's like, oh, I'm going to get out of here. That's true. There were, but it, other than, it, I mean, it felt like a kid's cartoon, but, like, that was sort of better than the rest of well, the movie. I mean, you could, ar- yeah, a little bit. You could, I mean, one could argue that this whole thing was meant for kids, but there's an entire section in there where an elderly Wookiee is watching what pretty much amounts to softcore porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, there's, I mean, there's so much in here. It's just, it, each individual thing, the thing I found is that, like, each individual scene, it, is fun to watch in that kind of so bad it's good way. Like the Wookiee. <clears throat> scenes? I mean, all the Wookiee scenes are just ridiculous with no subtitles. Why the fuck did you not have any kind of subtitle or effort to translate? <sighs> it just I don't know. Couldn't have a protocol droid there saying every other sentence, you know? Like, come on. Yeah, just have like a yeah, just have like C three PO there visiting. It's like, I believe they said. Or yeah, or even just responding to it so we know what they say. Yeah, it, I mean, there's something. Sometimes we can kind of tell what they're doing just based on kind of like what's going on in the scene. But like, there were so many moments where it's just like they're having whole conversations and like. <laughs> my book is not as good as yours. It's, I do all right. There's better. Um, <laughs> it's it's bad. It's bad. You got B. Arthur just randomly in there as doing a musical number set after the Cantina theme, which is weird. And then you got Mark Hamill in that first scene. I think I said like he doesn't blink. Mark Hamill. <laughs> He's got so much eyeliner. And His makeup, makeup on. on there, man. He looks like he kind of looked like Ellen DeGeneres a little bit. Oh, it was so bizarre. Yeah, like it was weird. It was real weird. And then they're trying to be comedic about it. There's so many segments of this where they're trying to be funny. And it kind of feels like it's trying yeah. to be like an old-fashioned variety show kind of special. Yeah. And it's just not... It doesn't work. Um, Harrison Ford actually kind of sells this a little bit. He's he, Honestly, the scenes where they're in the Falcon and the, the TIE fighters are fighting them... They were normal and seemed fine. I mean, it looked like a bad TV special effect. I figure, you figure it's Lucasfilm, where is the budget on this? But, like, I mean, Harrison Ford sells it, though. He was alright, you know? He plays it totally straight as Han. I thought, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it was, I thought he was probably the best part of this, outside of Carrie Fisher singing at the very end of this. Yeah, to the theme of the Star Wars Which is so weird on so many levels. It's I, I think yeah. This is by the way, fun fact, speaking of Carrie Fisher, she has a she had a copy of this, uh uh-huh. and it was the D V D uh it was the video that she would play at parties when she wanted guests to People leave her leave. place. <laughs> uh she would put this movie on. That's too good. And Lucas has um been on record saying, If I had the time and a sledgehammer I would track down every bootlegged copy of that program and smash it. Uh, even George, when you know George Lucas hates your, uh, hates especially, you know it's bad. Then again, he also did the prequels, so like, what, what is his judgment? Anyway. What does he think of the sequels, I wonder? Uh, you know, I've seen recently in interviews, like, he, I think he had kind of hoped he in said, the beginning, like, like he would have more. Hmm? 
Yeah, didn't he say, like, I would have done it differently? He would have totally done it differently. I think he wanted Darth Maul to be the villain for this. Well, I thought he wanted Darth Maul to be the villain for the first episodes one, two, and three originally. I don't know. Um, Yeah. I know it would have made uh, Leia out to be the chosen one, uh, which I would have loved to have seen... yeah, with more Carrie. I mean, Carrie Fisher passed away unfortunately, so we never really got that yeah. closure with the character. What we'll do is we'll just get a bunch of old footage of her. Hold oh, on. oh my God! Wait, what? And we'll make a whole movie. Oh my God! No way! <laughs> that's 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 great! Wow! How could that go wrong? I can't think of a single oh way. Boy, what a fucking. Nor is it creepy or disrespectful. It's oh <laughs> my God! It's so. It was so. It was so disappointing. Yeah, Star Wars Holiday Special. Bad. Bad. Would not recommend. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Uh, well, yes. alright, should, uh, should we move on to yes. questions? Yes! Moving on to questions. No! So, you want to start off with your question here? I think yours transitions better. Okay, well, we'll start with mine. So, we've got the Star Wars Holiday Special. We've got the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming up. My question to you, Tommy, is what intellectual property would you like to see get a holiday special that does not have one already? Well, uh, you know, I thought about this for a while, and I don't know, because a lot of... There's actually a lot of holiday specials for, like, most TV shows I like. Right, yeah. I have, have, like, Christmas specials, like, um, you know... Certain like Bob's Burgers has a lot of Thanksgiving episodes, but they have a couple Christmas episodes too. I'm I'm pretty sure. But anyway, I was thinking about it, um, and I was trying to think of the shit we usually talk about, and that ends up being the MCU. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Iron Man three takes place at Christmas. It does, but it doesn't really matter at all to the movie. No, yeah. Uh, and I was trying to think. I think it would be really awesome. Now I've also just finished playing. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS4. Ooh, very nice. I literally this morning oh. beat, beat it this morning, and it, it is so good. Um, awesome. It's kind of short, but uh, the story, honestly, just uh, just killed me at the end. But one oh. cool thing is that it's it's uh, it takes place in December, uh, and so it's snowing all the time in New York. Oh, interesting. And uh, and Spidey has a little you know winter hat and scarf uh, and little earmuffs. Uh, so I would love to see a uh, a Spider-Man holiday special oh that would be fun who uh or just, you know, really i would just like to see uh, a spider-man movie that takes place at christmas that has to do a little bit with christmas um i think like two it it would be fun and uh kind of stupid but like you know have them save christmas or save santa or something. that's kind of the big thing with a holiday special it's like about it's kind of saving saving christmas yeah. in one a lot of or well, a lot of christmas movies tend to be like you know, saving Christmas one way or another. Yeah. Uh, That's fun. That'd be cute. Who would be the villain? Who's trying to wreck Christmas? Oh, I don't... Oh, the Grinch? <laughs> Spider-Man... The Green, versus... the green Grinch blue? <laughs> spider I would... You know, no joke, I would watch Spider-Man versus the Grinch. Yeah, well, versus the Green Grinch villain. Oh, okay. On a glider. I was going to say, literally, <laughs> the Grinch is a villain, but... Yeah, well, he would be a Grinch skin. <clears throat> oh, okay. the Green Goblin. <laughs> Dude, did you... And he'd be played by not Matthew Morrison. He would be played uh, by Willem Dafoe. Oh my god, love it. Dude, did you <laughs> see that fucking uh, Grinch musical special that uh, they aired this week? No, what was that? Uh, they did a Grinch musical starring Matthew Morrison of Glee. 
Okay, I don't know. Uh, he kind of looks like Paul Ryan. Um, okay. Which makes me sure. hate him even more. Um, <laughs> but the Grinch makeup uh, was totally unsettling. I haven't actually watched the special, but I was like okay, going through... Freaky Grinch makeup. I opened up Hulu on my TV, and like they always show you like kind of the big thing. Like Here's the thing that's gonna, yeah, you, know, yeah. you can watch right now. It's the big thing they're promoting. And I got his giant fucking face on my TV when I look <laughs> up, looking at me. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's like no thank you um <laughs> but yeah uh if you want to look at how ugly that makeup is google it it's I, okay well i have to put this oh no no right if me. i do he's gonna start scratching oh, everything no. in the apartment and making oh, all the sound Petey. effects hey Pete, just come on Petey. Uh, i think i'm gonna make a picture of pd like the um the the image <laughs> for this particular episode when i upload this why not because why not um uh, oh, I'm seeing it now. It is freaky. I, it's not too bad. It, it could be worse, but it's like... Oh, it's, it's weird. It's pretty weird. It looks like skeleton. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it was like a... supposed to be like a theatrical production, I guess. So yeah. It looks like yeah, stage no, makeup. Yeah. And I like that, I guess. But I really think that live theater should be restricted to live theater. But that's just my I mean, opinion. it depends how you do it. Most I would say the way that they did it, like, yeah. Probably. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it can be done on... I think, like... The producer's movie with the one with yeah. Matthew Broderick and them. I think it's a good... Have you seen the producers yes. on stage? The musical? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, it's a pretty exact... I mean, it's almost like a shot-for-shot shot remake. Uh, and so, like, some of the jokes don't work as well on I, film. Yeah, I, I noticed that a little bit in there, yeah. But still, I think, like, that's a pretty good... Yeah, but even in that movie, though, like, does, does it get any better than Springtime for Hitler? Like... Yeah. Oh, well, and that's like on stage, um, and then it has to. I know, be yeah, I saw the so movie, good. and then I saw the stage production after that, and they like. And it's identical. It's exact. It's it's identical, and they do. It's so fun to see it done in front of you, like. It's, oh, with the mirrors, though. The mirrors <laughs> that come up when they're going <laughs> in the swastika. Oh God, it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's so good, good man. Um, yeah. I love seeing. I mean, being Jewish, I love seeing Hitler get made fun of. Like, oh yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah, so good. I watched the uh, original producers movie for the first time uh, this year. It's good. In fact, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's good. No, I mean it's exactly what I thought it would be because I mean it's, it follows it exactly. Pretty identical. Yeah, yeah. relatively identical. Um, uh, don't be stupid. Be a schmutty. Come and join the Nazi enjoy party. The Nazi party. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so I have a couple of holiday specials uh, in mind here. Oh yeah, let's hear. So yours. the first one I had is an Indiana Jones holiday special. Uh, that'd be good. We take place after the fir- Raiders of the Lost Ark, so we bring Karen Allen back, and he's got to search for the Temple of Santa. Oh, of course. Which leads him to Peru because why not? Right. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Well, it's too easy to like get send him to the north. Put him to the north it's pole. Like, go to yeah. the. Where do I find him? I have to find the mystery. Go to the north Maybe pole. Maybe we start at the north pole, and he finds a cave, Ooh. and it has a, a thing, and he has to undo it, and he turn a switch, which reveals a map to. Peru. Ooh, I like that. It could be so. It's like a thing where it's like his Santa's workshop was once here, but it's now in a secret location. Yeah, or you know, it's been magically transported. Whatever. Yeah, and he's got to be. Um, and Belloc is for some reason still alive. And has to like yeah. go out. Is also going after it, but he learns the meaning of Christmas at the very end. Oh, as does it. Indy. Yeah, he, he... <laughs> good. And he does meet. That's a pretty he good does one. Meet okay, what else? My last one, which I'm really excited about here. Um, I'm gonna pitch you on this. The Room, 
An American Christmas Spectacular. I love it. Uh, this would be set... So if you've never seen The Room, it's one of the best worst movies ever ever made. Uh, watch it mm-hmm. immediately. Get together with friends virtually. Drink a lot and watch it and make fun of it. It's amazing. Um, or do that with your family or those hold up with you this holiday season. Yeah, or just watch it alone. Uh, I've done it. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Oh, it's sad. It's sad. It's really bad to watch. Even with, um, I tried watching it with my brother years ago, just us two, and it was, uh, it just did not, we were not in the frame of mind to watch it, that you need to be, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, gotta get people together and just laugh at it, because he still hates me for that, so every now and again I get like, (laughs) I can't fucking believe you made me watch that movie. Um, (laughs) anyway, The Room, an American Christmas Spectacular, this would be set before the events of The Room. Uh, in which Johnny sets off to teach Denny the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> uh, there would be, um, so there would be a musical number every ten minutes, a full three-minute musical number. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the original movie, The Room, only it has about four uh, or five sex scenes in it. Okay, there would be so you only have two, only two in this one. Okay, sure. Uh, this would be like a 45-minute, probably an hour-long special. Yeah. Um, there will be a, uh, a random character coming in, probably Greg, who pops up at the very end of the movie randomly. Okay. Um, would come in to explain Hanukkah in great detail for five minutes, five full minutes <laughs> of literally just discussion of Johnny asking, oh, that's very interesting. And why is it eight nights? And then he goes into an actual serious discussion about why. It's a long, long discussion. When I was thinking about this bit, I was like, who's Jewish in that universe? And it's like, I don't know. So I'm just going with. Greg. Love it. Why not? Um, There will be a stop motion segment for one minute, but there's no rhyme or reason for it. It's just a normal conversation. Part of the movie, like, just a random stop motion. Uh, Chris R., the drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. uh, He was the elf that tries to ruin Christmas. Sure. Um, Lisa will be in this movie. Uh, She will appear in this movie exactly three times. Once at the beginning, (laughs) once in the middle, and a scene to decorate her apartment with Claudette, her mother. And once at the end to sing a Christmas carol. She's just not being much of this movie. I like I like that they'll just have the scenes going on and then we'll cut to a scene of her and Claudette in their own apartment decorating and talking about unrelated things. <laughs> yeah. And cut back. And then they, she, Claudette mentions that she's like getting evicted from her home and then they just <laughs> never talk about that again. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. I would, oh, okay. And then um, Santa actually appears. Like the real Santa will be in this. Um, oh, good. Who congratulates Johnny because he's obviously the best person Can ever. Can Tommy Wiseau play Santa? Yes, Tommy Wiseau. Oh, Tommy Wiseau would also play Santa Claus in addition to playing yeah. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Mark's there. I mean, Mark will probably come along on the journey. Um, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That's my, that's, a, that's my pitch for a room holiday special. Oh, I love it. Um, you had a question. You had a really good question. Kind of, right, kind yeah, of related uh, to this. Well, uh, okay, so... Uh, there's a, a lot of holiday movie crossover with the horror or Halloween movies um, between, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas to things like uh, Krampus from a few years back or the classic Black Christmas or the remakes, Black Xmas, Black Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and Black Xmas again. Yeah. Um, uh, which I actually am a really big fan of, Black Xmas 2000. Five, I think it is. Yeah, one around then. It's actually pretty decent. 
uh, it's just like, you know, sort of typical classic horror, but it's good. Um, so my question, though, is the Christmas genre, for some reason, always gets blended with the, uh, the, the horror genre. What genre do you think a Christmas movie, holiday movie, could uh, blend well with? My, yeah, so I got a couple of these. Um, All right. I saw, I thought the spy, the spy thriller would be pretty fun. I agree. You could have a, a spy thrilling to save Christmas. It could be. Yeah, like a James Bond Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's ever been a Bond movie that's been set at Christmas time, but that could be a, that could be a thing. Um, that could be like the introduction to whoever the next James Bond is going to be. So I think Dan- this is going to be Daniel Craig's last one whenever they release it. Didn't they it. announce the new Bond? I don't think so, did they? It wasn't Idris Elba. Ugh. I thought they did, and I really thought they did announce. I uh, almost yeah. I almost said he's too, a little too old for it now, but I think every James Bond is like forty when they start now. Like, oh, like Pierce Brosnan was really old when when he was like forty, I think, when he did his first Bond movie. Okay, well maybe I'm wrong, but I here so actually Lashana Lynch. There's been oh so is going to be new the new 007? So is the rumor yeah as part so. In, at the end of Spe- by the end of Spectre, which is the last movie with Daniel Craig, I didn't see. He's that. like reti- so by the end of that movie, he's retired from okay. MI6. Like he's out of the game. Okay. So what they have done now is hired a new agent who is the new 007, 007 and that is Lashana yeah, Lynch, who was in uh, okay. Captain Marvel. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. And okay, I really cool. liked in that movie actually, uh, and I can't okay. wait to see her in uh, this one, No Time to Die. Uh, when that gets released eventually. Yeah. Um, and the last uh, holiday genre I have on here is uh, biopic. And I was Hello. looking up different celebrities who were born on Christmas Day. Um, and among <laughs> many others, uh, Humphrey Bogart, Annie Lennox, okay. Cab Calloway, uh, Justin Trudeau, all born on Christmas. There was one name uh, that popped out that was born on Christmas, and that was Mr. Rod Serling. Who created the Twilight Zone? Okay. So a fun idea I thought of for a movie I thought it'd be fun to have a holiday movie where it's a biopic about Rod Serling. It like revisits his birthday on Christmas, like not every year, but maybe every five ten years. Kind of revisits his birthday, his life at that point, and like weird shit keeps happening to him because yeah. Twilight Zone. Um, but uh, sure. I thought that would be a fun <laughs> twist on the biopic, though. I don't know. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, answer. What about you? Like What's so? What are any genres that you have? Oh no, I don't have an answer for this. Oh, you don't have an answer? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I I'll <laughs> think of some. I mean, I already said okay, but look, okay, but if it's a Spider-Man Christmas movie, yeah. that's already it. That's our answer. That's the answer. I thought of superhero movies too. Like that yeah, would I be, was, you know, I didn't think like yeah, Iron Man Three is a Christmas, but there's like no superhero movie where you got somebody like I do want. Yeah, I want. I guess uh, the. Tim Burton Batman's have a lot of snow and stuff. I think Batman. Well, Batman Returns actually takes place at Christmas. Does it? Yes. Okay, that's, that's a that's a Christmas that's movie. All right. Well, I will watch it. It's a that settles it. Have, wait, have you have you seen it before? Oh yeah. Burton Return, okay, yeah. With Oswald. I just yes. Oh, I was watching that uh, last week. Uh, we started the it's holidays. Have you watched any? Uh, have you watched any holiday stuff lately? Yeah. Yeah, we watched the Santa Claus. Uh, the original Tim Allen. Wa- yeah, it's fun because you can recall that 
the main villains of the movie, the mom and stepdad, Judge Reinhold, yeah. are, uh, they don't believe in Santa because they didn't get presents they wanted when they were kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were, so we got to that point in the movie, and Aaron says, see, it's all about presents. <laughs> They do get their presents at the end, though, right? I haven't yeah, watched that Yeah, they do. Movie they long. end up getting the, the shit they didn't get when they were kids. Oh, of course they did. Uh, of course. Um, and then we watched... Uh, actually, I don't know what else. How about you? What have you watched? Uh, God, a couple. We watched a couple different versions of A Christmas Carol. Um, we watched Mickey's Christmas... We watched Muppet. We watched Mickey's Christmas Carol last night. Nice, um, nice. We watched. We fell asleep watching Muppets Christmas Carol. Last oh my night. god! Okay, that's the next one I want to talk about. Cause, dude, it's, so, it's good. so good. Number one, it's played like it's almost like a very. It's a very faithful adaptation oh of my gosh. the book. I mean, like some some lines are straight out of the book. Yeah, and you yeah. go you get to the point where you get Mike. At this point, he had his Oscar. Uh, Michael Caine, Academy Award winner Michael Caine yeah. as Scrooge. Yeah, and so good. Who. I saw a quote from him when he talked about how he played this movie, and he basically told the director, Brian Henson, he was like, I'm going to just let you know right now, this is my approach to playing Scrooge, I'm going to approach this character like I would approach a character at Royal Shakespeare Company. And he, you can you can tell, because he's just playing it completely straight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interestingly, so I know Christmas Carol really well. They did a production of it every year at, uh, in my college. Yeah. Uh, and so I've seen it, like, Performed by like six different Scrooges. Oh yeah, <laughs> over several years. Um, so yeah, it is interesting. But I mean, like I'll say, the actors who are the best in general, who take get the serious, the you know the most serious, are are the best Scrooges. It's an intense role. Oh I mean, yeah, it really is. I mean, it's an intense show. It's an intense story. Yeah. Like it's ultimately, I mean, it's a happy one in the end. But I mean, it's yeah, a very yeah. bleak and dark. And I think the thing that surprised me most about Muppet Christmas Carol is that. It doesn't necessarily shy away from the darkness to the point where it's one of the, yeah. at this moment, point in time, it was one of the few adaptations to show the full extent of Tiny Tim's illness. Oh, yeah. Like, I've always, that was, I feel like in the versions, it's been left out. Like, like, like you see, he's like unwell and he's got the crutch and like, even in Mickey's Christmas Carol is like, yeah, he's going to die if nothing is done about it soon. But like, he's like yeah. coughing and shit yeah. in Muppet Christmas Carol, like. Yeah. And then they go, you know, they have the ghost of Christmas yet to come who shows him the vision of Tiny Tim, Life Without Tiny Tim. Yeah. As hard as it would be, something I found out the hard way by watching this movie, as hard as it would be to watch any Bob Cratchit, like, in grief over the loss of Tiny Tim, it is ten times worse when Bob fucking Cratchit is played by Kermit the Frog. Like, Yeah, I know. It it is ten times worse to see Kermit the Frog in grief. Yeah. But, my God. um, So good. It's it's good. It is. So, I guess that concludes this episode of Two Guys Watch a Movie. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we are uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate, review, subscribe. We would love to hear feedback from you, but, you know, be nice. It is the holidays. Yeah, God. Um, Only if it's positive. Yeah, to- <laughs> Tommy, it's, it has been a good long while since we've done this. Yeah. So thank you thank so you. much for hopping on with me and talking holiday stuff. Thank yeah. We... Uh, the, the movie Tenet, at the time of this recording, uh, the movie Tenet will be released on um, 
video on demand for um, uh, on the, this upcoming Tuesday. Yep. Uh, which we need to watch. Yes. Uh, and talk about some, maybe do an episode on that particular movie coming up. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, otherwise, man, this is uh, that's about it. I think uh, I'm Jordan Ehrlich. I'm Tommy Quartz. And uh, have a good rest of your week, everybody. Stay safe. Happy holidays. Stay inside. Wash your hands and happy holidays. <laughs> All right.